0: family, this is Maggie. I work on the finance team from our office in beautiful Beaufort, Georgia, and I'd like to welcome you to the Amigos podcast, where Amigos means family. Amigos for Christ is a nonprofit organization that works shoulder to shoulder with Nicaraguan neighbors to bring community leadership, clean water, health, education, and economic opportunity to rural communities in need. Now, Here's your host for this episode, Joey, Danny, and Kristen.
1: All right, Amigos family, welcome back. Episode two of the podcast here. And uh, we got a, a fresh lineup here to keep things going. Um, we're at the Buford office, We're at our home office in Buford, Georgia. And Danny is in the states right now, which is a nice treat. Hey, everybody! Yeah, and so because he's here in the states, and we're at our home office. We have also the lovely Kristen Sutton as well.
0: Hey, guys!
1: So, Kristen, thanks for being here. Uh, you've worked for Amigos for. About 30 years now, right?
0: I <laughs> <laughs> feel like it. How long? I've been here about 14 years.
1: So uh Kristen and I work in the Buford office, and Danny's usually not here. He got to come up for the week, and we've been able to work on some stuff together. It's always a, a treat when you're here, man. It's great to be here. So what what's it like coming from Chinandaga, the hottest place on earth, to Buford, Georgia, and... uh I mean, you, you know, that, that's two different worlds, and you're leaving behind your whole life because, I mean, you, you know, living in Nicaragua, this, your whole social life, everything's in Nicaragua, and then you come here for a few days. What's that like? What's it been like for you?
2: Yeah, it's great. It's always good to get to spend time with people that I love and check in with our team here in, in Buford and see how everyone's doing and kind of how we can continue to move everything forward together.
1: Yeah.
0: You got to tell everybody about the first thing on your checklist when you fly in. That's What's a that?
2: So, first thing on my checklist is pick up all my baggage from Baggage Claim and head head straight (laughs) to Chick-fil-A. In the airport? Nope, always go to one outside the airport. (laughs) Get outside of the hustle and bustle, and I always have my Danny order in mind.
0: Two thousand calories minimum. <laughs> Two thousand
1: calories later. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Chick-fil-A is healthier than other places. No, yeah, it's great. It's it's it brings
2: joy. I mean, to me. Spoiler
1: alert: It's really not.
0: <laughs> but you know, one combo is not enough for Danny. So
1: I got
2: a I got a call, leaving the airport, getting on the highway, heading up to Buford, and Kristen said, "Danny, would you like your normal order?" And I said, "And what would that be?" And she said a number one with a large fry and an extra eight count um, <laughs> Chick Fil A nuggets. And I it's said, "Sad that I know that." <laughs> I said, "Yes, I'll take my normal order." Did you eat the whole thing? Ate the whole thing How'd with five Chick Fil A sauces. Felt great. You felt yeah. Ready to start my time well here.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Atlanta.
2: Yep. So
1: it's good to be home. Yeah, there was like eight of us or ten of us in here sitting around this table in the conference room here in our office, and we sat around for you know, 30 minutes just telling stories and laughing because it's the first time m- many of us have seen you in months. You yeah. Know? John was here too. It was just great. So we're glad you guys are here. It's great to be here. So last time we were all sitting together, um, we were all in Nicaragua. Kristen and I both were able to go down and be with the team and just it's always like refreshing when we get to go down and anybody who's been to Nicaragua knows exactly what that's like. It's like the Amigos, you walk into the Amigos complex and it's like people are just firing on all cylinders. Like we, you know, we're a part of the team and we're a part of what's going on on a daily basis somewhat from here. We're plugged in. Like we know the progress of things, but still like even going down there, it's like such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. You know, don't you feel, you feel that way, Kristen?
0: Oh, for sure. I think what stands out for me is, uh, I guess on the personal side of things, we took our – Jeremy and I took the two girls down with us for this trip, and they run around that Amigos complex like they own the place, but it's just so good to see them, and, you know, they're living their best life eating gallo pinto and, and having fun. But...
1: I had so much gallo pinto that <laughs> week. So much
2: rice and beans. Yeah.
0: But it's also great to just um, – to see what's going on out in communities. So while we were there uh, – Team and and visiting missionaries broke ground in Ladanta, got that water system started, and got to see all the excitement around that. So, so I left
1: like a few days before that happened, and you were there. How many people were out there that day?
0: Oh gosh, Danny, it was like hundreds, right? Probably
1: 160 to 180 people, <clears throat> really.
0: Yeah, the whole Amigos team. Everybody stopped work for the day to go out and um, dig the first round of ditches with the community and with our our visiting missionaries. I saw awesome. some of
1: the some of the pictures and footage of, like, what was it? What did the, the whole community, like, lined up and received?
2: It was amazing. The whole community, um, as the buses were pulling in, they had lined all of the streets. Did to you know onto, they were going to do that? No idea.
1: So they did all that on their own? They did all of it on oh, their yeah. own. And the
2: beautiful part is that they made little flags. So every single person waiting they was, made holding, those flags? was holding two flags, waving them, and they gave them away to all of the visiting missionaries once oh, they got God. there to welcome them in and then did a little cultural act of some dances and reading off a poem and the leadership committee welcomed everyone to the first and the biggest day that their community has been waiting for.
1: So like the, the cultural dances and like the welcome, what does that mean? Like for a community that's like, uh, you know, like this is the, we're celebrating something huge. huge. Yeah.
0: This is the b- biggest thing to happen in their community. That's what they said. Pro- that, possibly ever. Almost
1: like a parade almost.
0: Yeah, almost yeah. like a parade. Mm-hmm. And
2: they said that they they were marking today um, with a memory that would never be forgotten because it was the biggest day that their
1: community had been waiting for.
0: Until the end of this year when we uh, turned that water system on.
1: Wow. That's cool. I should have stuck around for a few more days so I could yeah. see
2: that. Yeah, Joey, we would have loved to have you there for that day in Ladanta. But what were some highlights from your trip?
1: Well... Uh, Yeah, so my wife and I were there with our one year old, and that was. It was amazing. Kara and I, my wife, we, we met in Nicaragua. We both worked at, at Amigos. So I've been able to go back since we moved to the States in 2015 probably 10 times, which is amazing that I've been able to do that. I got to k- take them down and i got to see everything fresh through their eyes you know through my son's eyes and so yeah chris was talking about how her um her daughters were just like had the run of the place so he's my son's learning how to walk and so he had this little walker toy and just scooting around the rancho all day so just the big empty rancho floor if you could imagine was all cleared out and he just has this little walker thing and he's walking around and someone from the team would walk by and say something in spanish and smile at him and he would just look up and smile it's being able to see that it's like was unbelievable getting to see the team i mean you walk into the commodore and you see patricia for the first time in a month or six months or a year it's just like that melts your heart you know Mm -hmm. it's like the you know the things keep happening it's you come back and progress hasn't stopped. So the the team is just like plowing away at their, 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 the, the, the projects and everything they do day to day. But as soon as you step in, you just feel like you never left. Yeah. And so, I don't know, lots of great stuff. But I think the thing I took away from this trip was, you know, just being welcomed in and then getting to see that through my family's eyes and letting them experience that too. It's like, Kara and I were sitting in Devo one night, and she looked over, she held my hand, she's like, I'm so glad we're here, you know, like Mm -hmm. on the verge of tears, it's like, yes, I'm so glad to be back, it feels so good to be encouraged by all the stuff that's going on here, so yeah, it was a really good trip. It's awesome. In one day of the trip, we got to sit down with Francisco Chico, who is an incredibly... I mean, he's inspiring. That's the one word I think of when I try to explain Chico to somebody is inspiring. And I think one of the things why Chico is so inspiring to us is because like we talked about on the first episode about life transformation and how that's really at the core of what we do and what we celebrate. And I don't think you can get a better example than Chico of like someone whose life has been transformed. I mean, You know, we get into the history of everything and how he's been involved in Amigos, but what do you think? What did you think, Danny, about the convo we had with Chico? I think that the
2: first thing that comes to mind is how inspiring Chico is. Chico's dedication to people and Chico's dedication to leading people closer to Christ, I think it inspires
1: anybody who's going to listen to this story. So if you're on your way to work, you're on your way home from work, if you are on a run or a walk or anything in between the next 20 minutes or so you're gonna you're gonna walk away feeling inspired because chico is an incredible person and we felt so honored just to sit with him and grab his time for a few minutes so we want to pass that on to you all listening and just stay tuned because this is a really good inspiring combo so let's go check it out All right. So, Amigo's family, we're live and we're all in Nicaragua here. And we're here uh sitting with Francisco Despas, better That's known right. as better known as Chico,
3: mejor, más corto. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and uh Francisco's a guy who's been on the Amigo's team for in and out for many years. He's if you've been in Nicaragua, he's like You're inspiring to a lot of people, so uh, we thought it'd be really good to kind of get some, let everybody hear your story, and you have no idea where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) Nor do we. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, let's get a history snapshot here. So you are, you're from Chenendaga, right? Yes. You're born and raised in Chenendaga? Yes. Your whole family? What's your family look like? What's your... How'd you grow up and your brothers and sisters? Kind of give us a snapshot of that.
3: Okay, I, I grew up in a small family. Yeah. And we are, I have two younger brothers and uh, my dad and my. So you're mom. the oldest. What?
1: You're the oldest? Yeah.
3: Okay. Oldest. And this is difficult to explain in English. But in a, in a small family, Christian family, mm-hmm. and always my my dad and my moms were always for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So when did you um, when did you first come into contact with me? Because you this was I met you back in 2010. I came down here for the summer as like an intern. And you were already kind of plugged in, I think. You were already working with Amigos. Was that when you first started, were involved with Amigos back in 2010?
3: Or how did all that start? 2010, yeah. Okay. I met this girl, Iris. Iris, yeah. She came to my church.
1: Mm-hmm. Iris was someone who worked for Amigos yeah. uh, from like 2008, 2008 to 2012, yeah. or somewhere around there. around there, yeah. And she was working with a lot of what we did and especially outreach in the community. So you met her where?
3: She came to my church. Okay. And we we became friends and I talked to her that I, I was looking for a place to do internship. Yeah. She told me about amigos and that's the way that I made amigos.
0: You were in high school at the time. Yeah. How old were you?
3: 17 okay 16 17 yeah and tell 20,
1: us how old you are now just so i'm clear
3: 25 25,
1: 25.
0: so
3: what internship were you looking to do it's for uh, an accounting internship accounting internship yeah
0: and then okay. i stole them yeah. to do videos next year <laughs> <laughs> so
1: you that was back in 2010 and that was um you were you kind of started an internship then and then how long were you working with Amigos before you went off and studied for college? One year. One year? Yeah. Okay.
3: One year of internship and one year working full time?
1: Okay, so your your internship went into a full-time employment with Amigos. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Chico,
2: can you tell us a little bit about applying to go to la uni? And what that application process? What's Lonie? Like. Loni is the the National University of Engineering in Managua.
1: Really good school, right? Yeah, really good like school. It's, a, it's an amazing engineering yeah. school in Managua. Is that like where if you want to be an engineer, you really try to go there yes. more than anywhere in Nicaragua? Okay, so
2: tell us about the story of when you decided to apply, and then the day that you
3: found out. Okay, yeah, you my got it. my dad uh, encouraged me to yeah. apply in Managua. I was thinking that. It, it was really difficult for me because it's far away. I have never been alone in my life. But I, I say to God, I'm gonna try. If I pass the exam, I'm gonna leave everything here. I'm going to study. And I, I did everything like quiet, but it's like a secret. I made my exam. And when the day that I, I see the results, I was in the office and I was alone. And
2: I did you op- go? Did you go onto the website? Yeah,
3: I, I went to their website and was like, "Oh my god!" I opened and I I was approved. And be, back behind you, behind me was Tomásín. He was like, "Hey, chico, felicidades!" <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: so you guys he were alone. You, you and Tomásín, one of uh, our accountants who you were working with. You were in the office alone, and he he's kind of celebrated with you? Because it's hard to get in. Yes. It's hard to get into hot. that school. I it think something
0: hot. I remember from Chico during that time, because you were young. You were 17, 18 when you first started. And uh, we worked closely together during that time, because you did the accounting for part of the time. But then throughout all that time, we, would, we knew that you played guitar, and you sang, and so Iris would bring you in, and you'd help with Devo, and we just learned... The heart that you had behind everything. It wasn't just that you were smart and that you were a good kid. There was so much more that you had inside of you. And I remember we, John and I would joke a lot about how do we get him back here? You know, we (laughs) knew you were going to go off to school for a long time and that it wasn't a way, there wasn't a way for you to work and then go to school in Managua at the same time. But we knew that there was something really special about you during that time.
1: So you made it, and you went to go study. How long did you study? Five years. Five years. Yeah. Wow,
2: Chico. So, how did you keep in contact with amigos
3: throughout your time in Managua? Amigos has been really nice with me because uh, when I went to Managua, uh, amigos gave me a scholarship. So with that money, I I can I I could. Uh, study, traveled, came back to Chinandega, visited my family, and uh, it, it's a it's a public school, but a public college, but I have to travel, and...
1: Uh, so you were part of the amigo scholarship program. Yeah. Someone sponsored you to help you pay for school expenses, living expenses. Yeah, my room,
3: where okay. I live.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. And it was civil engineering. You went- civil engineering, yeah.
1: With a civil engineering job. So this is what's interesting to me with the, with the degree that you have from the university that you have, you could be, you could probably be working at a number of places and probably making more money than you do at Amigos. And you're very talented in leading worship. Obviously you're, you have a pastoring role with the, this huge, you know, youth all across Nicaragua. You, you, Go and host and speak at retreats as, on a volunteer basis. So you you're a super talented guy. You could do, you could be a lot of places doing a lot of things. Why'd you come back to Amigos and why are you designing? Uh, to, you're designing modern bathrooms, right? Why are you doing that? Why do you like doing that?
3: First of all, because I I know that is a is God's will. I wanna be. Oh, oh, I always wanna be. Where God wants to me to be, so I felt this call in Amigos for Christ. I feel so happy that I can play guitar, do worship, I can help people through the modern bathroom. I can help. Uh, I I I don't know how to say this in English, but tengo mucho más alcance, muchas más personas through Amigos. I can serve. Personas,
2: más your, your reach is much larger Larger, yeah. being able to work with amigos. You can reach more people.
3: Yeah. yeah. See, That's
1: you cheap. know, you're inspiring, man. You <laughs> you <laughs> inspire us. So tell me... I got a couple more questions I, per, I, got, I got some <laughs> questions too, Joey. I'm like
2: jumping to the bit over here.
1: <laughs> what do you like most about working? Uh, you know, you design, you're helping... Correct me if I'm wrong, anybody here who, who knows a little more background, and you, of course yourself, Chico, but you've perfected the design of the Modern Bathroom. The Modern Bathroom is, a little background here, is one of many community development projects that we do in communities. It's partnered hand-in-hand with Water and Sanitation Initiative. So a community gets clean water for the first time from having uh having to survive on dirty, shallow wells. So a clean water system is installed. What's coupled with that is a modern bathroom because everybody in rural Nicaragua, for the most part, uses what's called a pit latrine. It's an open air hole in the ground where insects and flies can go down and bring out parasites that come out through, you know, waste. And so a modern bathroom is really what it sounds like. It's a flush toilet, seals it off, and it eliminates little by little parasites so that people are not living with preventable diseases that are easily curable by just a flush toilet. So we've been, we've had this modern bathroom for since 2011 and we keep trying to get better at the design of trying to make it for the least amount of money that we can, but also towards going to last a family their lifetime. Right. So you're behind the civil engineering side. So that's a lot of background to say that you're behind continuing to perfect. How do we build these things to make them to where they last? We can build them in a good, an efficient amount of time with the right budget. Why do you, what, what's so, what do you enjoy about doing that? And do you, do you get to go out and see people with their bathrooms? Kind of give us an idea of why, what, why does that make you happy? What, how does that fill, fill you up?
3: Yes. What, what I love about modern bathroom is when I remember that when I grew up, my family in our house, we we had this latrine, and uh, when when we get the, like the, an open air open pit, we, yeah, okay. Like, and when we when we get this toilet and this shower, I was a, a kid, and it was really really happy. Do you remember so, how old you were? Maybe like eight. Eight years old. When I see this in other families, the experience is awesome because you can see it's the, their face smiling. They are so happy.
1: Why are they so happy, you think?
3: Because they, they have, I talked to, with a, with a old woman yesterday. Yeah. She, wow. she is 80 years old. And wow. She told me, I have never thought that this is gonna happen in my house because I'm I'm too old. I I, I don't live with my with, them, with my children, and I ha- I have this. And she told me that he she was going to take a picture with her and put it on the wall. <laughs> so the
0: bathroom. Take a picture yeah. with her in the bathroom. Put because, it
3: on the wall. Yeah, it's really that is what I love mm-hmm. to help people and. So people, there's a lot
1: of people in, living in rural Nicaragua who a bathroom yeah, yeah. is a really a game changer.
3: Yes. Really changes yeah. everything. Yes. Change their life. Change the life of, the, of their children because mm-hmm. the children grew up with, with that and they can be better. And when they, when they go to a city... They, they, they. I'm not gonna be like, what is this?
2: Right, mm-hmm. yeah. So Chico, did your parents tell you anything when you guys got your first toilet? Did they say like, come on kids, come look at this, or anything <laughs> like that, or did they just kind of build it and it was something new in the
3: house? I, I saw it in other houses, but yeah. in my house was was the first time, so I was like. Hey, you guys, my friends, you can come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> come
1: go to the bathroom yeah. in my house, guys.
3: <laughs> yeah, because it was a poor, a poor um, place where yeah yeah we were
2: living. Yeah, so it made you proud of your home to be able <laughs> to invite your friends around. Yeah, home.
3: It made cool. comf- comfortable yeah. the visits.
0: So one of the cool things about what I know that you do is you've been part of the design of the bathroom. But really, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I understand your job to really be more of the leadership of all of the -hmm. the team that is out really executing the projects on the day to day. And I think that's where we see you shine because you're really smart, but you're also a really good leader.
3: I think when you're doing a lot of things, you're 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 yeah, you're you're maybe you're uh, you're go you are working for success. uh, Designing budget, but when you lead, you can impact more people, Mm -hmm. and you can impact uh, through that people other people. So everything is about influence.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Chico, do you do you remember last year? You and I were both on separate phone calls in the Rancho, Um, the Rancho, which is you know in the middle of the property. Do you remember I was on the phone and you were on the phone and I got off the phone and I heard you talking to Julio, one of our coworkers who was out and I don't remember which community he was working in, but he was building a bathroom and you were on the phone with him and you got off the phone and I said, Chico, what what were you doing? Oh, I was talking to Julio. And do you remember what you told me?
3: Yeah. I told you that. You you asked me why. And I told you that I I just was talking to him, was uh, wanted to know how... How was him, and if he needs something, just just for so, to know how is he.
2: Yeah, you told me you're like all I wanted to do was know that that I was thinking about him and that I care about how he's doing.
0: Yeah, this I feel is like one of the guys you're leading. Yeah, right.
2: that for me has always been the example of how you lead. You know that they have all the tools that they need. You know that they're prepared to build the bathroom, but midweek when you're not with them, you call and say, "Hey, man, how are you doing?" And I think that, like, that's a single-handed way that you continue to transform that team because people know that you care. You care that what we're building is awesome and it's amazing and it's sturdy and that somebody can take a picture and put it in their, on their living room <laughs> wall, but also that the person who's doing it is feeling super fulfilled. And I well, you know
1: what's, what's amazing about that, too, and this is what you were just saying, Chico, is um, <clears throat> it's all about influence. So if you treat guys on your team... Who are building the bathrooms on a day-to-day basis. So someone like Julio, who at the time was building a bathroom, he's with people in the community, with the families on a constant basis. So if you influence him and you treat him well, and he knows that you love him and that you care about him, what's he going to do? How's he going to treat them?
3: Yeah, he's going to do the same. And I hope he does the same. Oh, he does.
1: (laughs) And And your whole team does. And people who come down on mission trips, we've got a group here right now working on modern bathrooms in El Pedregal. and they've got they're working on three different houses and each house has someone on your team, you know, or hopping around ensuring that they're doing building the bathroom correctly, but they're treating each family with love and respect and with dignity because that comes from you. Yeah. And so your leadership is um, you know, it just trickles down all the way to each individual family and what what do they walk away with? They walk away feeling like, you know what? I was treated I felt like someone actually loved me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You
1: know? Of course there was a development project and now I have a modern bathroom and that there's so many benefits from that, but they know that they are loved by God and yeah. they're reminded by that because the way that your team treated them while they were there working with them.
3: And, and I do that because God does with with us. Mm-hmm. He he wants to. We we do something for him to help people, but he is at the same time taking care of us. Yeah. So we cannot just say the people do that, do that when we have to care about the people because the people is more than work.
2: So Chico, we've talked a lot about your influence on other people over all these years. Can you tell us a little bit about how you get inspired? Who inspires you and how you're strengthened to keep doing what you do well?
3: I think when I met amigos, I met people like Iris, Mm -hmm. like Joey. I remember the way he played the guitar, but Mm -hmm. most of that, I I remember him doing the divos. And I to myself, I want to be like him. <laughs> that was I, a mistake. I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I realized of that when I grew up. <laughs> oh, man. But there are uh, bright spots everywhere. Just we have to ask God to see. I met a uh, Christian and we were working in the way that. That he that she lead me i i, I felt like important person mm-hmm. and that's what i want to my team feel the same
0: do you ever find yourself so you're 25 now mm-hmm. and you're how many guys do you lead
3: more like 30
2: 25, 30 yeah. yeah
0: 25 30 yeah. guys you're 25 years old and you're basically overseeing a, one of the most important things that amigos does, all the infrastructure that happens out in a community um when you look back to when you were when you were seventeen and you think about what you were gonna become as a civil engineer twenty five years old what do you what do you think about you know are you surprised are you
3: I can't believe it uh, can't believe it I just When I was 17, I didn't know what I want to be when I grew up. But God knows it. So I decided to trust Him.
0: Well, for me, you've always been an example of somebody who you have a ton of talent, but you continue to just follow the path that God has in front of you. Even when it comes to, to sacrificing things, like Joey said, you could have finished school and stayed in state of Managua and found a civil engineering job there. You speak great English. You could have gone to the States or to another country and gotten a really good job and just, you know, and that would have been fine. But I think that you, you have chosen to take your talent and your passion and to pour it into other people. And because of that, your influence, like you're saying, it's, it's so far. So to me, you have always been a, this incredible example and I hope you see yourself this way, that, you know, all of these young people that run around, all the interns that work at Amigos that, you know, are from here at Shenandega, they look at you and they realize not only can I be a professional, but I can find a passion and follow my dreams and serve people all at the same time. And that's not something I don't think that you find anywhere in the world that's common, you know, where people can, I guess, feel that inspired to 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 see other people and be able to follow that example.
3: Yeah. I, w- I was talking with with a friend who is a, started in college, and I told him that the most important in this life is not our profession, it's our integrity. Mm, yeah. So, so, Chico, what dreams do you have
2: for Amigos over the next 10 years? You've basically been a part of this Amigos story for the past 10 years,
3: so what dreams do you have for the next 10? My dream is impact more people through <laughs> <That's, yeah. laughs> through what I do. Yeah, of course you would say
1: something like, <laughs> I, "I don't. It. We don't need to. You know, just you. you want to, You're more than anything. You care about anything. It's just let's continue to influence and impact people and show them God's love." Yeah, I answered that for you. Yeah. That you <laughs> so
0: Chico, yeah. what are your dreams? <laughs> But what does that mean for you when you think about impact more people? How does that?
3: For me, uh, it, 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 it means like effort to maybe make some change in what I do for my team can grow up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if, if I'm going to be doing the same, but I won't. That when I I'm not doing this, someone is doing the same with the same passion. Yeah, that's what I want to prepare leaders. To prepare leaders.
1: Yeah. So everybody who's listening to this uh, has probably been down in Nicaragua, or they're thinking about coming, or they're coming on a trip this year, or they've sent someone like their son or their daughter, or their spouse has been down here. So uh, any. Last words of inspiration or wisdom for everybody listening?
3: Yeah, I wanna, I wanna say to every people that are gonna be, it's gonna be here this year, that I encourage them to be a bright spot, to impact the life of workers here in Amigo for Christ and the communities. And they're doing something great because they leave their house, their country. They are uh, investing their time, their money, their money. And I, sh- I just want to say that make the people feel important. Just the same that Jesus did.
0: Thank you,
3: Chico. Yeah. That's great. Well, Chico, thanks
1: so much for taking your time to talk to us. Again, you're inspiring to us. We thought anybody who listened to this would be inspired by hearing some of your story. We love you, man. Thanks for being a part of the team and not in, not only influencing the guys on your team, but you influence us. You influence everybody. You're, you're a, a true bright spot, man. We love you. Thank you yeah, thanks. Thank you. Man, that was awesome. I love Chico. I love... I want to just... Break them down and put them in your pocket. Carry him around all day. He's awesome, man. Especially the last thing he said. That if you're listening to this and somehow part of the Amigos family, and you just don't ever underestimate the impact that you make. So if you're coming down on a trip this year, I hope you're getting excited and you know the just the the level of impact that you are having on people. Like our team. And that whole thing of like like when we came back and it's like this place never stopped and people are just rolling along a huge part of that is because people come down and they jump in and encourage them when they come and it motivates and literally is like fuel in the tank for the team and I don't know I'm glad he said that because it's just so true Yeah, it, sh- it shows the power of stepping into life together well,
2: So,
0: I, just, yeah. I love the simplicity of it I just even if if you're not going to Nicaragua this year on a mission trip, just the idea, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, how can I just go make other people feel important today? I just love that simplicity of just, yeah, he really is inspiring.
1: Amigos, family, near or far, wherever you are today, tonight, listening to this, um, man, be a light. Go make somebody feel awesome. That's what Jesus did. That's what fuels all of our tanks and keeps us going to make the most of this one life we've got. Go do it. We love you guys and uh, stay tuned because we'll be back soon.
2: Adios, amigos, family.
0: Bye bye.